The words of Jesus that we hear today are perhaps the most uncontroversial teachings in the entire gospel. Love your neighbor as yourself. Who disagrees with that? Even to most non-Christians, it seems like a good teaching that everyone should follow. <clears throat> but what does it mean to love ourselves? Does it mean to place myself above all others? Or does it mean to indulge every desire or to avoid pain and suffering at all costs? Loving someone requires knowing the person. So loving ourselves first requires knowing who we are. St. Francis of Assisi is known to have been heard praying aloud, who are you, Lord my God, and who am I? And one of St. Augustine's famous prayers begins, Lord Jesus, let me know myself and know you. If the answer to this question was not apparent to two of the greatest saints in history, then it certainly will not be so for any of us. And if we don't know ourselves, then it's not entirely obvious how we are to love ourselves. And if we can't properly love ourselves, then we can't love others. I remember fondly one of our converts here at St. Paul's sharing about her conversion experience at a gathering after Easter last year, referencing her son, who has disabilities, she remarked, I was brought to Catholicism because it offered the best explanation of my son's inherent dignity. But through this conversion process, she continued, I came to understand my own dignity. Is it possible to know ourselves apart from God, our creator? Can the best human wisdom and scientific research enable us to grasp our inherent dignity? The Catholic faith would answer with a resounding no. For Adam and Eve, prior to the fall, it was possible, thanks to the gift of infused knowledge, they were able to fully understand the meaning of their lives and the beauty of their souls. But when sin entered the world, that gift was lost, and our intellects became clouded by ignorance. We can no longer grasp our own dignity without grace and conversion. And so starting with the Incarnation, Christ reveals what it looks like to be fully human. In him, we see the perfect image of God. Through him, that same image of God that's in us can be healed. Loving ourselves rightly really means loving what God has done within us. When grace first enters our lives through baptism, one of the fruits is the theological virtue of charity. Divine love is literally infused in our souls. Our task in life 
becomes to exercise it and cooperate with it. But God does not act just once in our lives. He offers an additional infusion of divine charity in the Eucharist every time we come to Mass. Here we, we must remember that any encounter with Christ, any increase in charity, is never just for ourselves. The Eucharist draws us out of ourselves into communion with the whole body of Christ, the Church. And from that communion, we are impelled to serve all people with the hope that they too might share in this communion someday. It's one continuous cycle of divine love. The body of Christ is given to us in the host that we consume with our bodies. Charity is increased and we are assimilated into Christ. And then through our bodily acts of service, the mystical body of Christ is extended further into the world. Thus, love of God and love of neighbor are one. By participation in the Eucharist, we at once receive God's unconditional love and our bonds of love with other members of the body of Christ are strengthened. In Christ and through the sacrament of his body, I can know myself, I can love myself, I can love others as myself, and I can love God with all my heart, all my soul, all my mind. Thanks for listening to Within the Walls of St. Paul's Sunday Homilies. Please be sure to like us on Facebook and consider supporting us by visiting stpaulsharvardsquare.org. That's stpaulsharvardsquare.org. God bless and see you next time.